Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 10 in the book of 2 Thessalonians. We are very close to the end of 2 Thessalonians, and Paul, Timothy, and Silas have something to say about working today. I'm going to call this this little meditation the willing, willing to work. So this is from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. I'm going to start in verse 6 and go to verse 10 today. The title in my Bible is Warning Against Idleness. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition you receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labor we worked day and night, that we might not be a burden to any of you. It was not because we do not have the right, but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. All right, let me stop there. I would first like to highlight in this thought on the willing willing to work is the, amp, is the example of Paul, Silas, and Timothy. And their charge is to be in accord with the teaching and the tradition and the truth that has already been given, which is neat. And the, the point in this passage here is I want you guys to agree with it and obey it, that the, con, the content of this instruction, which in this case is written, and then in First Thessalonians, it's also written where he says to admonish the idol. And it was presented to them in spoken form when Timothy was there and when Paul was there. So this is nothing new. So their example is to uh, is one of imitatableness, that it is worthy of being imitated. In fact, they say, they say that. And specifically, he says, we were not idle. And this idleness is is one of the big enemies in the passage here today. He says that we were not idle when we were with you. Uh, And then he specifically says, we did not eat anyone's bread, so their bread, possession of ownership of that bread, without paying for it. So a little bit of love of capitalism here. So think about this. The group that is most entitled to ministry and mission support perhaps in the history of Christendom, right? We still talk about the second missionary journey. This is one of the most famous missionary works of all time. In fact, we still talk about it. I'm talking about it today, 2,000 years later. So one of the most important ministerial missions of all time was self-funded. So think about travel across the world or the known world, and it involved boats and food and shelter, this was generated, all the money for it was generated by the, the guys themselves, the, the, the toil and labor. He, they specifically said, we toil and labor. They can't say it enough ways. And timing-wise, both day and night, it required a, a tremendous amount of sacrifice. And it wasn't that they didn't have the right. They did have the right to expect this from uh, their people. They had the right to receive money and funding and support as professional ministers, but they chose to keep their amateur status, their non-professional status. So Paul, Timothy, and Silas 
are specifically saying that in their office, they choose to stay lay elders. Now, they do that so that they aren't a burden to anyone, a financial burden, or even a spiritual burden, because I think it could be a tendency for people to say, oh, you're just in the ministry, not for the the honor and glory of Jesus. You're in it to make a living. You're in it to pay your mortgage. You're in it for the money. And I think Paul and Timothy and Silas are just taking that off the table to say, no, you can, without reservation, you can imitate us in this. All right, now they're very strong about this. This is a command. They say it twice in verse 6 and verse 10. There's a problem here, and that is the unwillingness to work. So the subtext here is the acknowledging the honor of work. So the problem is not the ability. As you know, 99 point something percent of people are able to work, are able to move the productive force of our economy forward. Uh, But the problem is in purpose or resolve or the wish or the readiness or the desire. And what it's saying here is, is having ability to work, but having the unwillingness to work equals idleness. And that's the big enemy here. And that idleness is this busy at work and ending up being a busybody. And it's interesting, I was thinking about the the guys you see in the street with the cardboard sign, is they will often comment on their willingness to work, that, you know, willing to work. So what Paul is saying here is that if anyone is not willing to work, then let him not eat. In other words, uh, you know, what's interesting is that this is a male pronoun, like most of the people that you see on the street uh, are male, and I just think this is interesting. Maybe this is a, a particular temptation uh, for for men. So, And there's supposed to be a community response to this, and that is to keep away from this brother. Don't intervene in the natural consequences of this uh, idleness and unwillingness to work, and let hunger help. Let the hunger of the heart and hunger of the stomach help, help with this. The Lord has built a process for this, and don't intervene. One of the risks is this is end up being a busybody, which is intrusively busy, being a meddler, paying attention to matters that don't concern them. So the opinions, it's like having opinions in the church without having a contributions to the church. That would be a definition of a, of a busybody or having opinions in society without contributing to society. So the charge is don't be idle, be a good example exhibit the godliness and the goodness. This is good for you. It's good for everybody. It's good for the economy. It's how the economy productively moves force. Fourth, and every productive dollar that is used for product, for personal use, every dollar that's used for government use, let's say in taxes, every dollar that's used for ministry use came from something, and that was work. So we are to love it, to emulate it, to be an example of it, and expect it of others. So the charge today is go work, honor God in that way. Thanks for listening.